Okay, so <laughs> here, here's the thing. I I know I said I would start watching Euphoria when the three episodes are out because I have school, I have exams before that, and I still stand by it. Okay, I still stand by it. But I I can and I did watch the live the episode that aired today on HBO Live because this this is the last Monday that I have off from school because. The pollution here is so bad. They decided to give Mondays off for like two months, and this is the last Monday, and it's surprising because and it's so coincidental because this is I at my country Euphoria was supposed to air at on Monday seven a.m. I know it was mostly Sunday nine p.m. ET I think, so it was um yeah seven a.m. for me, and. You know, I leave for school at 7.30, so it's literally impossible for me to watch any other episode after this. Unless, you know, I take a day off after the exams, then sure. Or we go under lockdown, I don't know. Fuck that shit. So, I'm trying to say... Okay, so, what I did was, basically, I got up very early. I got up at 6, because, you know, I was supposed to start at 7, I had to charge and stuff. So, I got up at 6, I then, um, I had this website where, you know, they, uh, they show HBO live, because HBO isn't in my country, nor do I have its cable. So, it's very tough out here, and I don't, I, I don't want to buy HBO. I mean, I can't possibly buy HBO, that's trash. And you know what's so funny? I'll talk about it later. But I used a website. I was like, okay, I'm got it. So I went on a website. Logged, um, started to view. I put my iPad on charging. And then I continued. So um, I was live tweeting. This is my first time ever live tweeting any show. Or, you know, this is my absolute favorite show. So live tweeting this is just such an experience. Because this is probably the first and last I'll ever get. Because, like I said, I won't be home for any of the next episodes. Which is sad, but it's okay. I mean, I cherished it while I had it. And I'll cherish this day forever. Um, So I was watching it on my brother's phone while I was tweeting from my phone. So it was a whirlwind because when it started to premiere the hbo app crashed so a lot of people you know obviously were trying to watch from there so that crashed and i was trying to watch it from the website and websites are you usually suck right i found two websites one of them was so weird it would play it would play euphoria right but in the middle of like a random scene they would start playing free guy which was so weird and then it automatically cut back to euphoria and pause from where they resumed which was so weird i'm watching like a scene of people crying and then i go to free guy and watch ryan reynolds that was like throwing me off a bit but it wasn't doing that all the time so when i left the website and i retyped the address it started working fine and then after like 20 minutes it would start doing this again so that was very annoying and the other website would just pause and just buffer non-stop so it was getting to me but i still ended up watching the entire episode it did not feel like 45 hours or one hour i think it's one hour yeah did not feel like it went by so swiftly um my timeline on twitter was definitely a little ahead of me because i i could feel like there was delay in mine because when they were tweeting about the girl's head being smashed in the wall i saw that like 
a minute later, which is not much. And I don't mind that at all. So, but yeah, it was okay. So let's talk about, okay, okay, here's the deal. I will watch the episode again once it's online. But I haven't, got, but I don't think I'm going to watch it now or next week or the week after that because like i said when i will start watching episode i'll i'll watch episode two and three together right before episode four so i'll rewatch it from the first episode so i can just catch up and so that's why i want to watch the first episode again right now i probably will end up watching it watch me watch it like right after this but i'll try not to but i mean it's sort of inevitable right um so what let's talk about the show okay this was Fezco's episode. Um, Fez, you know, beloved character, fan favorite, the, all that shit. So before the season premiered, you know, there were reviews by critics. And those reviews were a very big letdown because there were some critics were saying that Jules is now a side character, which I definitely saw a glimpse of. I will admit, I did see a glimpse of that in this episode. This episode was perfect. This episode was great. But there are some things I have problems with, and I know a lot of other people do too. So, like, the entire dynamic between Lexi and Fez. Like, you, we fans have always said with Lexi and Fez, oh, I'm a Lexi defender, I'm a Fez fan. They're the purest people on that show. But Sam Levinson, we did not mean that if they're pure and if they're both great people, that you start shipping them together no one was shipping Fez and Lexi together ever we were just like oh I hope we get a Fez and Lexi interaction we wanted them to be mutual we have a mutual friend so why can't they be friends like even till this episode they have nothing romantic going on between them but you can definitely see that it'll arise and we know it'll arise but I hope it doesn't but it will it's inevitable it's written down it's shot it's released it's picked up by production it is what it is but the major problem I have with the shipping between them thing is that Fez is 21, Lexi is 17. That's We just got rid of McKay, a college student, from Lexi, a high schooler. Like, bro, let's talk about McKay. No, I'm going way too fast. Okay, let's start from the very beginning. Fez's episode, Ashray, and then... Fez's grandma? Oh my god, who would have thought that that was a lady in blue? Like, god damn, yeah. That was so cool. That was so wild. She was such a baddie. Everyone on Twitter was like, oh my god, Milf, I love Milf. And I'm just like, great. Um, It was so funny to see that because it was a very big waste of time too, I will say. Like, the beginning, like, the 20 minutes of the first sh- like, beginning of that show, before the Euphoria credit rolls in, is literally just a montage of her mother walking around and hitting people. Which I get it, you can show some scenes, but it was just too long. Every time I would switch websites, it was still a montage going on. And I know it wasn't repeated, I I can distinguish between what I've seen and what I've not. Okay, so Fez's grandma is such a baddie. I was like, oh my god, you go queen. I don't condone violence before we move in because, hell, there is a lot of it in this episode and some of it for right reasons. Let's talk about that. But Fez's grandma, I knew they would take the whole backstory to her because she was just there as an or- 
she had she served an ornamental purpose in the last season and I knew that they wouldn't just leave her there because Euphoria has this thing of picking side characters and doing stuff with them which I adore but I also speaking of side characters which are which I adore where is BB holy shit I just realized that oh my god I miss her no did Sophia Rose Willis Wilson come back I don't know, I miss, well, no, I'm so, I need to stop thinking about minor shit. Okay, moving on. Fez's grandma, amazing, the whole backstory of her, you know, not being able to work anymore, so Fez had to serve to kind of, you know, p- you know provide for himself, grandma, and Ashtray, Ashtray, who isn't his biological brother. He was just left by his mother and then never picked back up. I wonder if Ashray knows that. He should. He must, right? Although, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. I don't know if I remember if I heard correctly because there were no subtitles. There were no captions. So I'll talk more about this when I watch the watch, rewatch this episode. But didn't they say that Fez, um, um, Ashray's mother left him and never picked him up back. So that mother could be Nate's mom. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. You see, we know nothing about Nate's mom. Her dad, Nate's dad, Cal, is a pervert who hooks up with people. So why can't Nate's mother? Because she, she seemed a little too goody to shoes. She seemed a little too perfect for having have look because considering she has such a fucked up family everybody in the family in her family is fucked up so why can't she be why is she normal oh my god what if she had the it was isn't it wasn't called cal's baby right and she just wanted to get rid of it so she gave it away and it somehow ended up with ashray's with fesco's family and they named him ash oh my god wait i am wait why is no one talking about this did i like miss something because I'm, I can't, I'm doubting myself because I don't remember. I don't know if I heard everything correctly because I, I English isn't my first language. There were no subtitles. I can't say anything for sure before I rewatch it. But it all adds up to the theory that, you know, so many people believed that Ashray is Nate's missing brother. Who We know for a fact Nate has a missing brother. So who is it? It has to be Ashray. Come on now. Right? Wait, I am spiraling so bad. And I'm afraid that by the time I rewatch this episode, like when episode two and three are out, they'll probably reveal this in episode two or three, right? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh my god. Why didn't I think of this? Shit. Okay, move on. Moving on because I'm spending too much time on this. I'll talk more about this when I rewatch the episode. Fuck, I really want to rewatch it now. I will. Anyways, moving on. So, Fez, that's how Ashra ends up with us. So, in the beginning, they go to this drug deal. Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about this. Fez, go, Ashra killed Mouse. Like, am I mad at him for that? No. But won't, are there going to be no repercussions, no ramifications, no consequences? Like, what's the deal with that? But, you know, then they go with... I still don't know why Rue went with them. Like, I understand, you know, they trust each other. Rue's always with Fez. But if she knew that he was going to the drug deal business thing, then she shouldn't have gone there. But she does, and the guy kind of ends up... And, like, 
targeting them and he just tells them to get naked and then there's a whole scene about Rue in the bathroom getting wet. Not in the sexual way, just it was a little water shower coming out of the shower head. Anyways, so that was this was this whole weird thing and I'm very I was very put off by this because I was like, what is going on? It was very dark, I will say, but see if we had more writers in the writing room other than Sam Levinson, maybe they would have told Sam to not write a fifteen minute long scene of people stripping themselves down. Why am I being such a hater? Okay, I love this show. I do, but I this episode was perfect. I I keep saying that. So, you know, at the end it all adds up because it's, it may, may seem like a lot, but in the end, you know it's the right amount. So I trust Sam. But I'll get to my major problem with this is, again, it's Lexi and Fez. Like, I'll get to it when we get to it, but, okay. So then there's this whole thing, and then, they, and then we go to the party. Now, this was the first time we see Kat, Jules, you know, the entire gang together. And we know for a fact, so when Maddie's going to the bathroom, she sees Lexi, and she's like, like she's like, have you seen Cassie? And she's like, no, where is Cassie? And she's like, she got dropped. She was dropped off at the supermarket because she was drunk and I was driving. So at the market, we see Cassie run into Nate. And then Nate is like, you're like a relationship kind of girl, right? <laughs> the way I already have the lines memorized. I need psychiatric help. Um, and she's like, I'm trying not to be. And she says, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. And then... He says, do you need to ride home? And she goes, you know, and they're drinking while he's driving really. This scene, oh my God, I was watching this in bed, of course. I was the only one awake in my entire house. Um, and so I was watching this alone and I was petrified because I thought she, I thought the car was going to crash. We were all going to die and the episode would have ended right there. Point blank, period. Like, I was terrified the way like, Cassie would look over again and again to see the speedometer just rise and rise and Nate was just drinking with one hand like you guys don't drink and drive for fuck's sake please don't you're not only endangering your life but the one sitting right next to you in the passenger seat but also the one who ones who are driving around you all right please don't do that bullshit so I was so scared to see Lexi in that situation but eventually you know she gets the wine from her and she takes her thing off and I knew from that point he was already eyeing her from the beginning. We knew it was going to go down. So, I knew from that point. I knew it was coming. I kind of heard about it. You know, all the spoilers there have been. But to see how it came about and to see, you know, her getting out the window and just being in this reckless moment and... Nate just taking advantage of every opportunity that he saw. Nate was being extra annoying and extra bitchy this season, this episode. Let's talk about that. We'll talk about it when we talk about McKay and Fez and the ending, you know. You know, you know, if you know, you know. Come on. Um, so they go to the bathroom and when Maddie walks in, she doesn't realize that Cassie and Nate are in there right next to the door. And then Cassie is immediately, Cassie has this whole panic attack situation. She doesn't know what to do, which was so annoying because, okay, first of all, I'm, this is me talking about it, not looking at how she ended up there, why she ended up there. I'm, I'm a Cassie defender. I am her defense attorney. 
you can talk to me but right now for this episode i'm i resigned i resigned two minutes ago <laughs> because i actually have no thoughts but um yes is nate to blame for this entire mess yes but in that situation you know if i were you know if if maddie was a bad girl and you know i was just nate trying to have some fun so i would want cassie to get a grip because girl i know you're friends with maddie but you should have thought about that before you took your dress off like i am i love women's rights i support them but i also love women's wrongs um i hate nate every shape every shape color size whatever but and i support the women of course always but if I was in that situation, I'd want the other person to get dressed quickly and not cry over the fact that the other person is their friend. You should have thought about that before you hooked up with your friend's ex or whatever Maddie and Nate have going on right now. At this point, do we know? Does anybody know? No. Um, so, yeah, that whole thing was very, it was very fun to watch, but I was so scared. I think I held my breath the entire time. Cassie was in the bathtub. So what she does is, Maddie thinks that Nate's having, Nate's pooing in there. It was so unironically funny. Maddie was very funny this episode, I will say. I love, I love her humor. Um, and then Maddie, you know, meets with this guy, Travis, and then when Nate comes out, she's like, oh... And then when Maddie goes in, she uses this towel to Kirby, and then she throws the towel in the bathtub, not knowing that Cassie's in there, and it fell on her head, which was so funny to watch. It was so disgusting. And where's the, the critics? One of the critics said this that this is Sydney Sweeney's best performance, and I agree. And I haven't even seen all the episodes yet. Um, this cast Sydney Sweeney is just amazing. Even in the first season, I said it. You know, it takes a lot of talent to portray such a character like Cassie and portray her as a victim and not. You know, there are some characters in TV who you think, oh, they're always acting like they're the victim. But Cassie, you genuinely feel so bad for her because she's so stressed emotionally and everything is just taking such a toll on her. Yeah, I love Sydney Sweeney, um, and this performance was incredible. Um, so, you know, the entire sequence, this entire sequence was very funny. So what happens was that when Cassie's in the bathtub, her phone starts to vibrate because Lexi is calling her. I called this before because they sh- it's like the Chekhov's gun situation. They zoomed in on her phone, so I was like, oh, it's definitely going to ring. And it does. So the guy, Travis, comes in and sees her. He sees her head, you know. Um, and he he's like there's some girl in here drunk and Maddie's like who cares let's go dance so he, Maddie doesn't see her but Travis knows that it's a blonde so I think in the next episode they're gonna put two and two together and Maddie's gonna realize that oh Nate was hooking up with a blonde in the bathroom so she's gonna find every blonde in the school and punch her like we see in the teaser for the next episode we see a lot of shit in the next episode oh girl I'm terrified mm. So they leave, Cassie's out of that situation. Now that that's finished, Cassie goes and sees McKay, which I was so surprised to see because I heard rumors that McKay's character, Algie, had left the show. Let's talk about McKay for a second because McKay, 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 McKay. I think this was, I, I've heard that this was his last appearance in the show, which is very disappointing because he had potential. He was literally the main seven, like, 
<laughs> what? I knew this was going to happen. I knew some of the main characters would get sidelined. But not someone like Jules or McKay. Because, oh, come on. Like, I expected McKay. But because they were introducing so many new characters, I knew that they would have to foreshadow, overshadow some of the other ones. Which was inevitable because it would... Because, you know, it's the same show. We can't follow along 16 teenagers at a time. So I knew this was inevitable. But... McKay had potential, they just didn't write him up well, and I blame that on Sam, too. I'm trying to blame everything on Sam, because it's true, it's, it's, what's, it's what's the truth. Um, but if that was McKay's last appearance, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. And I'm also not very affected by it, because it, he doesn't add anything to the storyline that now we'll lack after his... After his, after his, uh, now that he, now that his absence prevails, um, especially now because they have teased this dynamic between Nate and Cassie, so I think, and you know, I think it's going to be all right without him. But speaking of McKay, there was this whole scene about you know him and Cassie breaking up for real this time, like for real this time. And when McKay comes out, Nate has this very weird conversation to to him, and this weird interaction they just have about Nate being like, "Oh, you didn't fuck her. Uh, how can you just how can you just go in there and not dick her down? Like that was so disgusting. How are you speaking about a human in that way? And like, I know this is eh, this is how teenagers do. I get it. I and I, and I of course I liked I I put I I. I, I don't mind it being in a TV show. I'm just talking about this in the sense that it's not bad writing. It's true writing. But I hate this scene because I hate Nate. So I'm talking about this from a... Not hating on the show here. I'm hating on Nate's character, which is the best and the most developed and the most complex character. So I'm, I'm not hating on the writing or anything. But I just hate Nate as a person because how are you talking about another person like that? And... You know, he gets very close to her and he's asked, where did you come? Like, it was so disgusting. And that entire interaction, it was, it just, it was just like, Nate, I thought I couldn't hate you more, but you're proving me wrong every second of the way. Because he took such, he takes advantage of Cassie. I don't care what you say, you cannot defend. If you, if I can't defend Cassie, you can't defend Nate either. He's so shitty. So... You know, he takes advantage of Cassie when she's drunk. She's quite obviously not in her right mind. And then, you know, this very weird conversation. Um, so, after that's over, we see, you know, we see, we see what, what even happened in the show. Let's talk about character work. So, that was that with McKay. You know, that's the story. And... Jules, of course, Jules. I, I like in the beginning. I said I saw her being sidetracked as a character. I saw a glimpse of that happening in this episode, and that was because every time you saw her in the first like t- twenty minutes of her appearance, it was her and Cat partying, which was so weird because they never teased that dynamic before. Get it? We're their friends, of course, but just the two of them. Even I think they said it in this one scene that they weren't expecting that, but that they later um reinvigorated the spirit by you know that one whole interaction and the one scene between Rue and Lexi which was very sad because you know when Jules asks 
said, when did you realize? And she says, do you want it on a sensor? And she says, yeah. And she's like, right when you left. That was very shitty because they would just, like, communicate directly. I, I relapsed because I was missing you and I wish you didn't leave. But no, I relapsed right when you left. So that, again, what Jewel said in her episode that makes her feel like she's the reason of all of the trauma that Rue goes through because that's not her fault. That's not her responsibility. And Rue, I get it. Rue gets it. But then saying something like that, of course, is going to make her feel that way. Even if it is that way, you don't want her to feel it that way, right? That was very weird. And then, but, you know, then they kiss on New Year's. You know, I, you know, I, the, I only celebrate two days in the year. One of this is my birthday and second one is New Year. So, you know, seeing this whole episode centered around the new year, which was right, but, but that was really cute, exciting. And, um, so yeah, um, Kat, you know, we didn't really get into her character this mu as much as in this episode either. I don't think we're going to, we're going to do that in this season. I know we get a little something because of what we saw in the teaser, um, with Ethan and not being not having this identity herself i'm actually i just turned on the episode right now i'll watch it right after i finish doing this but i'm so excited to rewatch it they already have subtitles love that for me okay again so this grandma i'll probably skip through the scene um no i'm not going to do that but okay and elliot elliot i'm rooting for elliot so far i'm cool with him but i have this vibe with him that i'm gonna flip like a steak very very soon you know, like, I don't know. I just think I'm going to do that. But right now, he's cool. But he is getting Rue back on drugs again, which is not great. So, there's that. We saw Rue try heroin, which was, like, come on, girl. Let's get sober. We're so many episodes in. Like, this is the 11th episode. Get your shit together. Um, aside from that, Nate, you know, the ending scene was so epic. And the fact that they ended the episode right there, I thought Nate was dead. And then McKay was trying to help him. Maddie was trying to stop us. Cassie, like, girl, you guys should be doing the exact opposite. He's done shitty things to every single person that was in that room. So if I were there, you would see me get my drink and walk out the door. And I would just leave him there. Like, it's not on me, you know. He's a trash person. Of course, it doesn't mean he deserves to die. But in this case, he does. And he, <laughs> I know he doesn't, um... But that look on his face in the on the like chair in the wheelchair and in the like bed that was so funny to me. Of course, again, I don't condone violence ex against anyone except Nate. I'm sorry, I just have to. This is for the women. This is for all the people out there. Um, what else? Like Sam said, he wanted he gave Rue jewels because he wanted. Rue to know what it feels like when she has uh, both the things that she needs. So she's got the drugs, she's got a friend, she's got jewels. Now what? Is her life perfect now? Is it stable as she expected and as she hoped it would? No. So I love that whole dynamic. I love the way he thought about that scene. But let's get about to Fez and Lexi. I know next episode is going to be about Lexi. And that's the episode that got the worst reviews from critics because they're saying it's like a glee episode. Specifically because I think Lexi's hosting this little play which i think you know it's kind of a musical thing so uh i won't get to live through the discourse for that one but i you know i will look the other way if you want me to <laughs> why 
that was not how it's supposed to be. Lexi is a beloved character. That, you know, that's weird. Um, and then this whole thing with Fez and Lexi, like, I just wish they would stay friends. They're such pure friends, and she's so smart, and even Fez said that. So I just wish they stayed friends because they have Rue as a common factor between the both of them. But, of course, that's not what's going to happen. Um, you know how it is. Everybody hopes that way. It's just so sad to see that. But... Yeah, I'm really excited to see what's happening next. Um, and I'll probably continue making these as we go. I don't know if I'll do this for every episode, though, but I'll do it for every episode after the third one. But I think I'll do a combined for two and three. Um, yeah, I'm very excited that this show is back. Um, and I'm getting to watch it. Um, yeah, I think that's all I want to say.